We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Up next, the latest on the Kansas State Wildcats from the guys of Three Maw, John Kurtz, Derek Young, and Cole Manbeck, who will get you caught up on all the things going down in Manhattan. The latest news, top stories, and insider perspectives to keep you in the know. Make sure to hit the follow button so you don't miss anything. Three Maw is proudly presented by Holiday Distillery and their vast assortment of spirits. And now, the latest episode of Three Maw. All right, welcome in to another edition of Three Ma. I am John Kurtz. I do not have Cole and DY today. I, I guess it's one Ma in a way, but uh, very happy to be joined by Curry Sexton, former K-State wide receiver, and now not maybe in charge, but a part of Wildcat NIL. I don't know, Curry, you can tell us. Are you are you in charge of Wildcat NIL? What What is the appropriate way to uh, introduce you with your title there with Wildcat NIL? I have no idea what my technical title would be. Uh, we we all pretty much we all lead the group by committee. So there's we don't have really designated roles, although we we do have we all do have different strong suits than one another. So um, yeah, I think it's fair to say just a part of Wildcat NIL. Okay, perfect. Well, Curry is here to give us a, a little bit of education on NIL, what's going on in that NIL space, and and how you can help K State because it, it is a critical time in college athletics. It is a critical time if you want to be competitive to understand what's going on in the NIL space and make sure that you have your ducks in a row as a school and that you are getting as much support as possible there because that, like it or not, is is the name of the game. We all love having a basketball program that finished in the top 10, a football program that finished in the top 15 this year. If we want to keep it going, this is a very important topic to get educated on. So really looking forward to this conversation. First, I do want to remind you, uh, the show, as always, brought to you by our friends at Holiday Distillery. Great K-State folks, uh, make sure that you're out there getting your Ben Holiday bottle and Bond bourbon. If you are a bourbon guy or gal, if you are more along the vodka lines, you can check out their 360 vodka as well. Both great selections. Uh, maybe get them before uh, some back hat tailgates, as, as that's what we have now as we wait to the long doldrums of summer uh, to football season. But uh, again, Holiday Distillery, Ben Holiday bottle and Bond bourbon and 360 vodka, great supporters here of the pod. Okay, so Curry, excited to get into this. Uh, why don't you just start? I, I was even having to ask you some of this, kind of the background of where things are at in the NIL space for K-State because we had seen at one point there were a couple of different collectives. Uh, you're now with Wildcat NIL. 
just give us kind of the back the backdrop the background on what it is that, that you guys are doing and what the nil space at k-state looks like right now of course and i i appreciate you having me on john as we discussed before we kick the show off we're always you know we always relish opportunities to to provide some level of education on what we're doing um to to you know maybe ease the minds of some folks who are who are more hesitant with respect to NIL and, and ensure, you know, ensure them that we are doing things the right way. And so, like you said, I'm a part of Wildcat NIL and Wildcat NIL is the preferred NIL collective at Kansas State University. We're a group of mainly former athletes um, who are now trying to source NIL opportunities for current student athletes at K-State. And so how do we do that? Well, under our umbrella, we have two different entities. So we have, we operate a for-profit entity and then we operate a nonprofit 501c3. And through the for-profit entity, we're sourcing, um, we're sourcing your, your typical endorsement type activities. So as an example of that, we recently did a deal with Charlie Hustle, uh, Kansas City-based apparel company, where they made t-shirts with, with Marquise and Keontes with their, with their image on them, with their likeness on them. Um, and, and, and so that's, that's an example of a deal that we facilitated on that for-profit side. The nonprofit side is something that that is becoming more and more common in the NIL space. But six months ago, we were one of fifteen or twenty NIL groups in the country with the five hundred one c three. Through that side, we basically try to pool, raise and pool as much money as possible for the benefit of the student athletes. Um, that is sort of the name of the the name of the game in NIL right now. And so that's just a a, a quick summary of what we do at Wildcat NIL. Um, as I mentioned, we are the we are the preferred NIL collective of of Key State Athletics, and what that means is we have an official partnership with Learfield, um, and also have a, a more informal partnership with K State Athletics. Um, to give to give everyone a little background on how we got to where we are now, about one year ago, um, almost exactly one year ago, Aaron Lockett and I started a separate NIL group called Wildcats Den. At the same time, almost the exact same time, Ryan Hennington, Jesse Ertz, Pearson McAtee, some other former athletes started Wildcat NIL. For the first six months of, of, of both entities operating in the space, we heard from a lot of fans, donors, athletic department folks that that having two groups was confusing. And and that was something that that you know we had perceived as well. And so come September, come football season. The Wildcat and IL guys approached Aaron and I about merging the two groups. This was becoming a common theme across the country where schools had multiple collectives. They were trying to consolidate into one. And so we had some really extensive discussions about that um, and got really far down the road toward a merger. And ultimately, I think everybody thought we were going to merge. In fact, we all started telling people that we were going to merge. Um, ultimately, Aaron decided not to um, make the, make the transition for various reasons. I did, however, decide to to join forces with the Wildcat NIL guys. I, I was I was I was a huge fan of what they were doing, um, what their approach to NIL was, and I'll give you just a couple examples. But one was the 501c piece. That was something that 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 we didn't have at Wildcat's Den, and so the ability to go out and raise money with that with you know with that that carrot of of tax deductibility is a huge piece. And then the other thing is. Um, Wildcats, Wildcat NIL is is you know proportionately or comparatively takes one of the lowest fees for for NIL groups across the country. So what that means is more value and more value for the student athletes at K State. 
And so for those reasons and other reasons, I ultimately did make the transition to Wildcat NIL. And we've been really, you know, we've been really getting after it for the last six or eight months. Um, and, and, and by and large have really been the only NIL group active in the space at K-State. So one thing that is interesting, <laughs> one of the first questions that comes to mind, like right now we're in the throes of like the basketball transfer portal, right? And I, so I started thinking about, I mean, K-State's being mentioned with some of the top guards in the portal. And you can imagine with all the publicity from the tournament run and Marquise Noel, like they're, they're going to be in the game for a lot of these guys. But obviously a lot of that comes down to NIL and, and what what can you provide some of these guys in that realm? So I, I tend to think of NIL like almost more in the recruiting space, but you're right. We also are all well aware of the T-shirts that we saw, you know, the the king of the little Apple T-shirts that were out there for Marquise. How, what, what is the difference between, you know, how this works for a, an incoming recruit versus a player that's already on campus? Is it all kind of the same thing? How would you describe to everybody how it, how it works, how it breaks down for each of those two different categories? Yeah, so that's a that's a really good question, and, and one of the most common questions that that we receive. And and I will say that NIL in the recruiting space is very very tricky. Um, NCAA rules, the NCAA interim NIL policy basically prohibits two things: it prohibits pay for play, and it prohibits recruiting inducements. So an NIL collective, an institution, what who whomever it may be, cannot or is not supposed to go out and, and promise a prospective student athlete or a transfer. If you come to K-State, you will receive X amount of NIL money. That is, that is by the, by, by the book is, is, is illegal. Now, as everybody knows, that's that everybody's doing it. Everybody's active in that space. Um, and, 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 um, again, it's, it's it's a very tricky space to navigate because I think any coach would tell you right now that the number one question that they're receiving from from a lot of prospective student athletes is, what can you do for me from an NIL perspective? And so we have to be, or our group has has our group is is not really active in that space. Um, it, it is again, it's it's it's. I'll, I'll just keep using the word tricky because it, I don't I don't know how to better characterize it. And so from our perspective. The way that we enhance our our recruiting efforts is to take care of our current is to take care of the, the people who are on campus, to take care of the people who have stepped foot on campus and who have committed to K State and who have provided who have who have furthered some of our of our success. We think then that not only will that promote roster retention, but the coaches will be able to go out and explain what their current athletes what what kind of success they've had in the NIL space, which will tell recruits that if you come to K State, we have legitimate NIL opportunities. Now that's not to say that 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 there isn't that there aren't uh, or that there isn't a smaller group of of, of K State supporters who are active in that space um, because there is, but that's not something that that we have that, that that we have elected to dive off into. And the reason for that is um, again NCA rule, but also the NCA for you know issued its first NIL related sanctions here a couple of months ago, and it was specifically related to the recruiting inducement piece. Um, surprise, surprise! It was at the, it was at the University of Miami, and and it related to their big booster John Ruiz. Unfortunately, it didn't relate to to the Nigel Pack situation, but it related to a similar one. Um, Haley and Hannah Cavender, two high profile women's basketball transfers last off season. Um, you know they they were they were seriously considering Miami. Miami sets them up with John Ruiz for a for a booster uh, recruiting dinner. And they get down the road, they have NIL discussions, they ultimately transfer to Miami, 
well, this all shakes out. Haley and Hannah Cavender don't experience, they don't, they don't, they're not on the receiving end of any of the sanctions. John Ruiz doesn't receive any, anything as far as sanctions. The school was the only entity involved in that, in that whole ordeal who received any, any sort of sanction. And, and it included coaching suspension, fines, um, scholarship restrictions, official visit restrictions, et cetera. And so when I say it's tricky, that's an example of why it's tricky, because if, if we're out, if we're out acting outside the bounds of applicable laws and guidelines in the NIL space, it may not impact us. It may not impact the athletes, but it very well may impact Kansas State, Kansas State Athletics, which is which is what we're absolutely trying to avoid. Um, and so that's a long-winded answer of saying our group is not active in the, in the NIL recruiting space. Um, we, we, we want to take care of our current athletes, which we think will, will, will boost our recruiting efforts as well. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, take care of take care of your own the, the people that are there right now, and that will pay dividends in recruiting because you can you can use those examples. Uh, then when you're going to recruit, what what would you say the general response has been uh, from from K State donors, people who are in a position uh, to support this way so far? That, that that's a great question. Um, the the response it varies. It, it really does. I think you have. I think there's a contingent of K-State supporters who very much understand NIL and understand that that it's, you know, that it's sort of the new frontier of college athletics and that we have to be strong in this space. And then there may be your your more old school, more conservative folks who who's who who, you know, relish the old days of amateurism and student athletes playing for the love of the game and for the full ride scholarship who are who are very hesitant about NIL if not opposed to NIL very generally. And so that's that's been a, a, a big piece of what we're of what we're trying to do is trying to, as I mentioned before we hopped on this Zoom, is to bridge the gap between, you know, those those who are, you know, bridge the gap of those who are opposed or very hesitant to to those who are who are very supportive of it. Um because we again we we understand that that NIL is the new college is the new athletic facilities. It's the new it's the new weight room that is sold that is sold recruits for for the last twenty or twenty five years. And so we have to explain to our fan base and our, to our to our big donors that that this is the new fight now, and we have to make sure that we're competitive in every way. Yeah, that's I, I like the way that you put that. That really it has replaced the arms race and facilities as now it's it's the arms race and what what can you do to actually help out your student athletes that are there and, and maybe to put that in, in further perspective, you know, I mean, I know obviously you have connections uh, throughout the collegiate athletics world. Like what, what does that space look like right now? What does it take to be competitive and where, I guess, where is K-State right now relative to its, its competition as we head into a, a new conference and a very important era here of college athletics? Certainly. Um, and, it, and, and I, and I always say, I always, you know, preface my response to that question by saying the, there, there are a lot of, there's a lot of embellishment that goes on as it relates to NIL. There's a lot of, hey, here's how much our group is raising. We're raising ten million a year, and then you start to learn, you start to receive a little bit more information, and you realize it's half that or or a third of that. Um, and so it's hard to really sift through the nonsense, so to speak, and to really figure out what people are actually doing. Uh, Ryan Hennington from our group did go to, did go to Indianapolis a couple weeks ago. Uh, when the combine was in, in in Indy, and there was also an NIL convention there, and he was able to to meet and, and chat with 
collective leaders from across the country and, and gain an understanding about what they're doing. The SEC schools are, and, 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 you know, some of your, you know, more top tier schools, your Texas's, your Ohio States, your USC's, they're all raising, they're all raising 10 million plus a year for NIL. Some of them are closer to 20 or 25 million a year for NIL. I tell people all the time, we seldom compete with those schools for a recruit. Um, and so we don't necessarily have to compete with them as far as NIL dollars and probably can't compete with them for NIL dollars. But what we have to do is we have to be competitive with KU, Iowa State, Texas Tech, TCU, Oklahoma State, those schools who will be a part of the Big 12 Conference going forward and who we will compete with for recruits on a year-to-year basis. And so what those schools are doing, I, I would say varies. Um, but I think everybody is trying to be, you know, I think the sweet spot is somewhere in that five to ten million dollar a year range. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for 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 those for for why that's the sweet spot. Um, but we know we know that KU is trying to be somewhere near the ten million dollar range. We know that Texas Tech is already probably near that ten million dollar range annually. They're sort of two of the more aggressive um, future Big Twelve schools and the NIL space. And then maybe there are some others like like Iowa State who maybe haven't been as aggressive as those schools. And we probably fall more in the same category as Iowa State. And so I would say, as I told you, you know, before we hopped on this call, um, there is there are there are ways in which we are competitive and there are ways where in which, you know, where we are behind. And so like I like I mentioned a few minutes ago, we have some we have some you know, a small contingent of donors who are active, you know, and, and, and maybe facilitating some of the, you know, recruiting stuff. I don't think that's really a secret. And, and there are ways in which we are competitive there. But as it relates to supporting our current student athletes, I think we are, we are behind in a lot of ways. Um, you know, there are, again, I, I'll refer to Texas Tech and KU because they are sort of the gold standard in the, in the future of Big 12 right now. They are putting entire rosters on salaries. Texas Tech is, has has you know made a lot of headlines last fall for putting their entire football roster on a twenty five thousand dollar a year salary, and their entire women's basketball player on a, a team on a similar salary, um, and so you start to look at the you know the the indirect recruiting piece of that like we were just you know d- just discussing, if a recruit is down to K State and K or K K State and Texas Tech, and asks both of those coaches. How you know what can you do for me for an, from an NIL perspective? Texas Tech can say, well, we're going to put you on a minimum of a twenty-five k a year scholarship, and unfortunately, right now we can't say the same at K State, and so that's where we have to be better, and that's where it takes buy, you know buy-in from the collective fan base to make sure that you know dollars big and small are supporting NIL. Yeah, uh, I think that I'm so glad you lay it out like that. And that's that's what people need to hear is is where K State is at compared to yes, the Kansas, Texas, Texas, the peers uh, of the world, legitimate peers in the Big Twelve. And I, I have a point on that I want to make about about Jerome Tang and company. We'll do that after a quick break here on Three Ball. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And really, I, I suppose at this point, it, it even can go to Chris Kleiman too. But you know, when you talk about people who have some hesitancy here about NIL because they prefer how it how it was and used to be, just to drive home like the reality. I mean, one, you did a great job there. Like you're going to fall behind if you don't get on board, whether you like it or not. But two, I mean, K State is not. You know, this is not Miami. This is not like Ole Miss. Um, you know, Jerome Tang made it a point. I remember it as an introductory press conference last year to say like, you know, hey, w- obviously we we understand the reality of NIL, but we're, this is not going to be all about like getting guys who care about NIL being the number one thing. Um, we're concerned with getting them like NBA contracts and real life changing money at that level. I thought it was it was just such a good way to put it. Like, you know, we're going to help you out. Obviously, they've helped out Marquise and Keontae and guys like that, but. We're great for them this year, but they don't want guys that are going to have that at the top of their list. So supporting NIL doesn't mean that K-State is turning into Miami and these outlaws that are going to do it like that. It's still going to be very much the culture that's been established by Chris Kleiman, by uh, Jerome Tang. I mean, Deuce Vaughn obviously was involved in in NIL. Avery Johnson has been, but we also hear about you know what consummate pros they are uh, when it comes to handling their business on a day-to-day basis. So you know, if you want to maintain that, like maintain these great cultures and still have the athletes that you need to compete, you do need to be taking care of them at, at some level. It doesn't mean that it's going to transform K-State into just the, the wild, wild west. And maybe I, I'm maybe speaking for you too much there, Curry, but that's at least the way I, I kind of see it here. You're, no, you're you're exactly right. I think one of the, one of the you know, real, real benefits of, of our current, you know, our current athletic landscape at K-State is that we have incredibly strong cultures. And I think that is going to promote, you know, recruiting success and 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 just overall success more than anything. Um, and so I think you're right. I don't think K State will ever go after the kids who are only interested in chasing dollars, because as we've seen so far, I mean, look at Texas A and M as the prime example. They chased a 2022 recruiting class with a lot of NIL money, paid them a lot of NIL money. Those kids come to campus, they have a disastrous year, go five and seven. And then a lot of those kids have already left and they're now spending that money that they were given to spend in college station somewhere else. And so that's an example of why you, you know, why you have to be strategic with your NIL approach. And so absolutely, I think we, we know for a fact that our coaches are not going to recruit those kids who are just chasing the dollar. And so we have to continue to have strong cultures because ultimately I think that will, you know, that will attract a lot of, 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 you know, 
important recruits and will lead to a lot of recruiting success. But we do have to have some level of NIL support because again, if it's if you're looking at let's just let's just you know easy easy math if you're if you can get 25k a year at a minimum at Texas Tech and and there's you know zero money at K State even if you're not chasing the dollars that's a huge difference I mean over the course of a four or five year career that's 100k plus in a difference and that's not to say we'd be at zero but that's just simple math and so there has to be some level of NIL support to make a kid say. Uh, there's maybe better money out there. There's maybe more money at a place like Texas Tech than a place like K-State. But I want to go to K-State because they've recently competed for championships. They have a strong culture. They have an incredible fan base. They have incredible facilities. Manhattan is a great college town. So you're right. The, the culture is ultimately going to win the day. But, that, but, but despite that, we do still have to be relatively competitive in the NIL space. So if if there are those listening to this right now that are saying, okay, like I'm I'm starting to come around, like I get this, they have some interest, like what what are the steps for people that want to help and and want to get involved uh, with you guys? What what do they need to do? Yeah, so there's there's a number of ways in which it can sort of go from here. And I think if if you are all in and want to support, um, you know, you can go to our website www.catsnil.com and click the donate now link and and um and and donate that way and that could be a one-time donation that can be a monthly a monthly donation whatever you you know whatever works for you and your budget if you are you know if you are most mostly in but want to learn more and learn more about about exactly what we're doing and how you fit in then then shoot us an email you can email me at, at curry at catsnil.com or you can you can reach out to our general contact line at contact at catsnil.com and we'll be happy to have further discussions with you about where you fit. Obviously, as I mentioned earlier, we, you know, we have the nonprofit and then we have the for-profit entity. And so a lot of, you know, we have a lot of discussions with people trying to trying to figure out where they fit in. If you're a business owner or if you're a marketing director at a business and you guys have an interest in and, you know, maybe maybe seeing what's out there in the NIL space, then, then we can explore that. And if you're somebody who just wants to support and doesn't have a need for a student athlete to provide you or your business with a service, then I think that that, that nonprofit side makes a lot of sense. But um, either, you know, visit our website and, and donate if you're inclined to do so, or, or reach out to us and we'll be, we'll be happy to have further discussions about how you may want to get involved. I know we've, we've covered a lot of ground here, but uh, is there anything you feel like I'm, I'm missing, Curry? Anything else that you guys want to get out there as far as just a message to to the fans and the people that, that could potentially get involved here? I don't think so. I think you've, I think you've done a great job. I mean, I think, again, I'll, I'll hammer this home one more time. I think, um, you know, whether you whether you like, whether whether you're a fan of NIL or opposed to it or, you're, or are genuinely indifferent about it, unfortunately, we have to we have to support NIL. Um, because like I said, it is, it is the new facilities race that we've seen unfold over the last two, you know, two plus decades. And I will say, this is a point that I meant to make earlier, but didn't. K-State is uniquely positioned right now to really attack the NIL space. Unlike somebody like KU, who is undergoing massive, you know, facility renovations, you know, and, you know, to the, to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars, our facilities are, are, are already really, are in really good shape. And at least for the for the near future, there isn't a distinct need for any big renovations or any capital projects. And so 
the the you know the money and the focus that has been you know that that has been put on facilities upgrades for the last 15 plus years at Kansas State are no you know we don't we we no longer have to place that intense focus on facilities upgrades and so fortunately we do have the ability to shift that focus to something like NIL which again I think uniquely positions us to really be competitive in this space um, and I know K-State fans are, are, are intelligent. They are they are incredibly committed. And so um, I know that it's just a matter of time before, you know, we start to receive maybe the level of support that some of our competitors are receiving. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, and Curry, I really appreciate everything you guys are doing. Um, as someone who does and definitely understand that this is the currency in this A&A is what you have to do. Um, you guys are doing great work, and I, I certainly appreciate you getting out there and, and pounding the pavement here. So thanks for taking some time uh, to join the podcast. Best of luck, and, and you let us know however we can help you in the future. Thanks, John. I really appreciate the time today. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.